Every couple. Every pair of friends. Everyone in this era says that they need a podcast. But more than all of them, we, we needed, needed this. this. Whether it's you, the listener, or the guests we have on, Lark and I desperately crave an audience. In other words, we're looking for a third. Are you up to the task? We needed this. This week, we're kind of getting along. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I'm Lark Lepage. I am Henry Pearl. Breaking news. The Laundry Day album comes out tomorrow. Ah. Younger than I was before. I'm about to be so young tomorrow. You don't have anything you want to say to that? <laughs> well, listen, y'all. Honestly, I was, I was prepped for this. I no, knew, there was no prep. This is that, all natural conversation. I knew that Henry was going to promote the Laundry Day album. As, But then it's not breaking news anymore, is it? And he, you. No, it's no longer... Well, first of all, it ain't breaking news. For me, <laughs> right, you've been hearing I've that. I've been hearing about it for years. So. For many of our listeners, this might be the first they're hearing about it, though. Me, Henry, I'm in a band, Laundry Day, and what, what? No, I like, no, I like that we're pretending that we have a separate podcast audience. Yeah, no, it's good. No, it is it's good. good. It's, uh, we'll keep the words all that. No, because we do. No, we do. You were just saying that. People from your job listen. Yeah, and people in my family listen. So, maybe they don't know. I know. No, I'm or sure they, they don't know. Oh, so promote, promote. <laughs> right. Our audiences could overlap. Uh, on Apple Music and Spotify uh, and Tidal and SoundCloud. I would also like to say that I was... Um, Henry was like, I'm going to promote the laundry album, so it would be funny if you were really mean about it. You don't have to say that to them. So, you don't have to pull up the curtain. I just I just want all of you to know that anytime I meet out this podcast, it was predetermined by Ms. Henry. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind. I'm in the shadows he wants controlling. You to come off like a little bitch, but I no, that you are just projecting. <laughs> you feel like you are coming off like a bitch. <laughs> and it's because you are, and that's okay. No, I'm funny. If you could see the position I'm in right now, I'm, I'm lying, I'm hanging off our couch, straddling like a circular, a cylindrical pillow. <laughs> you look great. Thank you, but I'm not in the headspace. To be promoting an album. Oh, for the listeners at home, I have an EP coming out in like six months. (laughs) (laughs) Stream. Oh, I won't say the name. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been released yet, but I'm just giving you a little taste. But Stream Mother, though. Oh, yeah. Stream. My my sound and mother. Okay. My platform's everywhere. Enough enough advertisement. No, but listen to the album, y'all. Yeah, it should be good. Should be good. We're gonna do a podcast where we listen to it. <laughs> I'll have so much to say. Like, yeah. if we did that, you would probably kill me. <laughs> I'd have too many stories, like that are exciting to me, that have no significance. Like, yeah, the stories about how the songs were made and stuff. Bless your heart. You know, you look. No, but I I found all that stuff really interesting. You did? I didn't even sleep all day. Mm-hmm. This is not an invitation to tell a story. <laughs> well, I was gearing I'm up. No, I, was I did. I feel you gearing up. You always come feel me gear up. Yeah, because Henry, when he's about to say something, moves backwards. Is that what I do? Yeah. Like the, like, like the, my 
So it's like the power of his words is going to propel him forward. <laughs> so I'm winding back. Yeah, you're winding back to wind up. Um, so what was the story here? No, I, uh, I was just going to say that making this album was really fun. Um, I had a grand time. Oh, I had a great time. I had a great time, and it's coming out, and it's okay. It's okay, guys. It's okay. It's gonna be good. Them making this album was really fun for me as well. Yeah, what's your experience? I think that's what people really want to know. Younger than I was before. Um, I don't really have an extensive experience, but I've heard it a lot and I love it. And I've heard a lot of I've heard it in its infancy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been hearing about it for a while. What's your? I have nothing funny to say. What's your favorite song? Um. Y'all, she doesn't like any of them. Y'all, I don't really remember the names. I'm not getting... Hang on, no. No, no, no. What? Hold on. Hold the phone now. Can I get a... Can I get a track list? <laughs> can I get a track list? Yeah, I'll look right here. Okay, okay. Of these... Of these... Which is here? Which is your tune? What's Lar- what song is Larkin Dorsey? <laughs> the face she's making right no. now? The confusion? The disgust? I, I... I just want you to support me. My friends... Is that so much to ask? Okay, okay, wait. I'm about to tell you what song I like the best. Okay. Number one, number two, it's not support if you're asking for it, brother. That's not true. I think it's great to ask for something. You know what? I, I go back on what I said. I've heard that's my most despicable trait. Yeah, that if yeah. I'm disagreed with, I just change my mind. I think you said that in the last episode. Oh, though. okay. <laughs> um, and people tell me my uh, most dislikable trait is my podcast etiquette. But uh, I think my favorite song is probably my letting. Let's go. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Love that one. So we were out in London making that one. <laughs> All right. I think we've given five minutes and fifty-two seconds too much. All right. So from the top. To this album. Should we just start a new? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, um, I'm Kisting. How was your day? I like seeing Henry in his little schoolboy outfit. <laughs> when he comes home. No, that's not an outfit. That's just me. That's just my fashion. Yeah. That's just what I think is cool. I know. Or sometimes he'll be done with the shower, a shoot or something, and he'll just be in the shorts as if he literally is like an off-duty schoolboy. Yeah. A page boy. I'm glad that you mentioned that and not how I come home and I'm like, oh my God, feel my button down. It's, it's so, so sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that is constant. We need some. We need some. I need a dry cleaning plug in the city. Henry's trying to hook it up for me. Oh my god, we've been doing this insane thing where whenever we go see Henry's parents, we bring like suitcases full of laundry. Yeah, to go do that. And it's unacceptable. No, what's unacceptable but, is how it's sitting in a bag unfold, like unfolded. For, yeah, for we days went. Now. Yeah, we went to do our laundry like I want to say five days ago. My laundry has been put away since the moment we set foot in the car. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, but doing this podcast without a third person here for the first time since that we since our pilot episode yeah. is making me laugh so much because it's like you and me were just here talking to each other yeah. for like two hours before we started recording. And then we, start recording. <laughs> we decided to start talking to like a third person who isn't here. Yeah, it's like we just had a conversation. And now we're kind of out of ideas. Let's record one. <laughs> or like just the idea that it's any different than the conversation we just had when I when Henry got home. Yeah, but it's like if it was just you and me, what would we be saying? Like we had not acknowledged that the laundry had been 
unfolded and I love that the podcast makes us like really examine yeah, ourselves. Yeah, it makes us like, examine ourselves. Also, we have not examined or we have not discussed the Laundry Day album. It's a Laundry Day free house. We actually don't. That's so not true. Lark brings it up constantly. <laughs> She's like, wait, so is it like more Jude heavy or Sawyer heavy on the next album? No, this is more, I, listen, ladies and gentlemen, um, and people of the internet, I literally just want to know the drama constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's not drama, I'm really not interested. Right. You're like, if I come <laughs> no, home and I'm like, true. no, but if I come home and I'm like, oh my God, the studio was great tonight. Everyone's having such a good time. I had I'm a like, bruise. You're like, yeah, so. I'm like, like and then right, what? Great. And so then what I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so was there any tension? <laughs> as in tension. As in tension. I like it. Really. Obviously. There's just, you know, I don't actually seek, I don't seek drama. I don't want drama. You don't create drama. No. But you are quite a prankster. Yes, we are quite the pranksters. We actually pulled off probably one of our best pranks yet. Yeah, just the other day. Just the other day. I mean, but if we were going to have a third... Of the people we've had on, like, what were the vibes that you got? Yeah. From, from Bradley, Sawyer, and Izzy. Okay, are you being serious? Like, if I had to pick one of them as a third? Uh, okay, no. No, I was just asking, like, what general positive attributes did you see in each of them? Okay. As a yes. Sawyer, I think we're all super comfortable together, and that's a total positive. Like, I love that. Stimulating conversation. But I don't feel the need to, like, be super on. It just kind of comes naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Bradley, so lively, so funny, such a good person, charismatic, j'adore. Izzy, so funny. Brings a lot of his own stuff, which I liked. Like, yeah, I love. Got a lot of bits. Came prepared. He came with a notebook full of things he yeah. wanted to say, which I loved, and it was so funny. But I mean, he does TikTok and comedy kind of for a living, so um, I would expect that from him, and I, I was very, um, I was pleased, impressed, and pleased. I, I loved all of them. Also, it's great when I, I do think it's great that you're friends with these people, um, like. We're both super close to all those people, and you do see a completely different side to them when you're on the podcast. On the pod. When you're recording, oh, them. So yeah, what do you mean? and I think all of see? them shine. Like I don't think any of them shine as in the past sense of shine. Yeah, it's not shine. What did you say? Shine. All of them shine. All of them shine. All of them shine. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to you right now. What do you think? All of them shine. No. Yeah. Sean, all of them Sean. All of them Wait, Sean. I'm looking it up right no, now. Okay, I'm you can look it up. I'm, this is another one of those moments. I've been wrong so much recently when I correct people, so I'm really nervous, but I have never purged. Shine your Sean, difference, definition, and examples. Okay. All of them Sean. Oh, is it like, is shined like a verb? So basically the proper past sense of the verb shine is Sean. For example, the sun shone brightly yesterday. However, it's more commonly used in the UK. In America, we use shined. 
Yeah, it's just a European. Yeah, okay, so I'm but European. The, but, but I'm right. sorry that I'm European. No, but you know what? I have three passports and. And I have stolen all of I'm them. I'm getting the hell out, out of Dodge. Out of but no, but you were. I was wrong for correcting you, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll take that apology. Yeah, what are you going to do? Put it right in my little thing. Zoop. <laughs> um, she just grows my ego. The, when I correct you and I'm wrong? Yeah. Like you prefer that to as if I'd said nothing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Completely. So like if you're I love when you correct me and then you're calm. So I just said. <laughs> so if you're in a bad mood, I can help you get out by incorrectly correcting you? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Okay, noted. And all right. Because I'm going to need that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I love, I love to grow, I think of my ego as a penis. And I'm not even saying that in a bad way. I just, you know what? I actually don't think that. I don't even but know what But what I was going to say, what I was going to say was I think of my ego as a penis and every time I'm right. Like, it gets bigger. I get harder. Right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm following. I'm following. I just realized I don't think my ego is male at all, actually. Really? Yeah, so my ego is very sheen now. Mm. Um, someone asked in Paranoia said that I asked the question, who do you think is the most likely to have a catastrophic breakdown? And someone said Henry. Yeah, and to that I said, this is not going to help when you are first on the list. <laughs> you are of first people. on the list of I'm going to break down at. Can you not talk while I'm talking? I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. Under the breath, panicked, just kidding. Knew, yeah, oh God, if you say just kidding, you know that you messed up. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm kidding. Or like, I was joking. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, if you have to clarify. If you, if the, the high pitch, I was joking, that yeah. I was joking, you're too far gone. Oh yeah, you, there's the other person is already so upset. There's no I was kidding. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, you were trying to cheer up a crying toddler if you're saying, I was kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Izzy, Bradley, and Sawyer are great. I'm going to give each of them an award. All right. Sawyer wins the, like, he would be the most helpful around the house award. Which I love. Yeah, and I, love. I mean Sawyer is just a queen. He's so strong. He's helped. He helped Henry carry a mattress up the stairs today. He did today, and it was a. The mattress was heavy, but that wasn't what was so difficult about it. It was just hard to grab, and completely covered in like a loose plastic wrap. Yeah. Which made it very hard to hold. But Sawyer was just no complaints. I just called him. He showed up. Props to him. I, I owe him two at this point. I owe him two. He helped us move our couch. Yes, which you can see on my TikTok. Okay, we're not actually going to be plugging your TikTok. Conference. It's at Henry Pearl. Just was plugged, so. Um, it, it was. <laughs> just was plugged. Just was plugged. Um, Justice was plugged. Yeah. I'm so. I'm so. Listen, y'all. We can't. We actually. Yeah. The, the couch is kind of a good story. We, we transported it literally on the subway and we transferred trains and it's a huge couch and we got on what is New York. I mean, which was a huge moment for Lark. I had already been on it, but that, right. that was a great moment. For Lark. But it was a great moment for all of us. It was great. I, I, 
I was just messing around, obviously. It was awesome to be recognized for our outrageous activity and our public disturbance. Yes, and I do love, I love that I'll always, I'll always love this couch. It's this huge Ikea orange couch we got on Facebook Marketplace and we couldn't secure a car to get it and the guy was like, you come on Friday or you don't get the couch. And we were like, okay. So I texted Bradley, Henry texted Sawyer, the four of us went up to like around Columbia. We pick up this couch and the four of us carry it all the way to the subway stop, all the way down the stairs. Through the door, down another flight of stairs. There's a train arriving as we get there. And we're like, we can't just get on this train. It's without. too seamless. Yeah, it wouldn't work. We had to like plot. But the next train wasn't coming for a while, so we sat down on, on the, the couch. couch East the subway station. We got Bradley took a great picture of Lars and I, which we have framed right here. We're planning on getting it framed. Yeah, okay. I, it's not framed yet. Um, and then we got onto the subject don't, with it. Don't blow me up like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're good, bro. Okay, great. Great, bro. Um, and then we got on the train, which was insane. It was insane. The couch was, if you can imagine, like, one arm with the couch was on the ground, and then it was up. So it was, like, hitting the ceiling of the train. Yeah, and we had to hold it up. And we blocked an entire door. Like, people would come to the door, and we'd be like, sorry. Yeah. And then at 42nd Street, Times Square, we transferred from the one to the end. Oh, my God. Do you remember on the platform of the one, how there's that staircase in the middle? So you know when there's a, you're, like, on the above platform, kind of, so there's a staircase in the middle of the platform. That's what I just said. It goes down. I'm trying to help them picture it. I feel like I covered it. You covered it, but slay. In the platform, there's a staircase in the middle. That's going down. Vote in the comments who described it better. So I can... So next to the stairs, there are also the support columns that are holding it up. So the couch can't go through. So we had to hoist it over the stairs. So like half the couch is hanging over the... The stairs, which people are coming up because it's like rush hour. And we don't have a great grip on it because, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. We're just, it's not, we can't get on all. We don't fit on one side of it. Yeah, we're all off. It's unevenly balanced. Yeah. So and if it we kind of starts to slip. Yeah, so if we dropped that, we would have gone to jail. Oh, yeah, we would have killed people. For manslaughter. It starts to slip, but this man helped us. Yeah. And he was directing us through. We had to go through tunnels downstairs, upstairs. And this guy had been rooting for us since the train. He was following along. He was filming. Yeah, he was a queen. So shout out that guy. And then we got it up the stairs. And I always remember Bradley saying to me the next day at work, he was like, the whole time we were bringing it up the stairs, I was just thinking how much it sounded like we were all having sex. Because we were all being, like, so, like... Like, oh, God! We were like, ugh! We all sounded so upset. Yeah, yeah. Which you always do, Jared. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, okay. So, then I have an award for uh, Izzy. Yeah. Um, It's the Izzy Alcantara Got Jokes Award. Yeah. Because that man got jokes. He's so funny. He, He wins the Silly Guy Award. He is, honestly, just... I love Izzy so much. He was... Basically, my first friend that I met, he was my first friend, that I made in service. And I started serving when I was 18, and it's like my first adult job. And um, it was the first thing I did when I decided I wasn't going to go to college. And he felt like my first adult friend. And we saw so much of New York together because at the time, he had kind of just moved. And he's just such a pivotal 
person, well, he's not even going to listen to this, so it's insane. <laughs> but he's such a pivotal person in my life that marks such a period of time and such a period of becoming myself and learning who I wanted to be around and surround myself with and what I wanted to do. And he will always bring that up for me. So while he's so hilarious and so funny, that's not even the first thing that comes to mind with him. But yeah, he is for me, it's the joke. Yeah. But uh, I love Lizzie. He's great. Um, and then Bradley, Bradley wins the storytelling award. Yeah. For me, because the Bootsy Collins. The Bootsy Collins story. I have not laughed. I don't remember the last time I laughed that hard. I know. It's so funny. I haven't laughed that hard since the first time I heard that joke. I think. Yeah. Well, wait. When was I laugh? You know, I don't remember. But I think we laughed really hard. We yes, laugh hard, sir. and I laugh hard with the boys, but that story just hit me, like his delivery, Yeah. and just, he's so quick, so, yeah, love, love Bradley, so thank There's you. actually something, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say thank you to all the, all the guys for coming on. Yeah. We love you. We love you, and we're going to have more guests along soon as well. Yeah, definitely. But, um. And maybe some guests that we don't know as well, like some interesting people. Yeah. So stay tuned. I know. We're excited to do people that we don't really know as well because I think that's a different dynamic. So if you're a micro-celebrity, DM. DM Lark. DM me, y'all. I love my DMs. I feel safe there. Mm, that makes one of us. Right. Why do you feel unsafe in your DMs? Because I'm worried I'm going to accidentally send something bad. Why <laughs> accidentally? I'm kidding. Or... I'm kidding. That's a joke. All right. That's a joke. He accidentally... <laughs> I accidentally got canceled. <laughs> Guys, so I accidentally got I accidentally did something really bad. What <laughs> <laughs> was funny? Was you like, he wasn't, wasn't listening at all. I couldn't tell. I because in my head I was just like, that's getting cut. I felt like we were still in the last conversation. I feel like you do that when we're not recording. <laughs> 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 and he's like, he's like. Decide not to. <laughs> he decides not to listen because he's like, oh, well, that's getting tired. Oh my god. Oh, it's funny because it's true. Yo, it is so funny because it's true. And Ray's wearing jean bloomers right now. What are bloomers? They're like those little things that go over a baby's diaper. Oh, right. Yeah. And like, it's funny because I'm also wearing a baby's diaper under them. No. Nah, he, he No, but this dog that I've been chilling with recently, name uh what's her name? Rada. She's in the heat right now, so she has to wear a diaper. In the heat, she's in heat. She's in heat. She's a bitch in heat. Wait, I what do you mean? Why does she have to wear a diaper? I'm really confused. Because she just bleed everywhere around the apartment, otherwise. I've never heard of that happening to a dog. It's it's happening. No, I know that it is. It's happening know, to a dog. I've heard of women I mean of Bitches being in heat. Okay. Female They're dogs. They're called women. Female dogs. Um. I'm my whole life. But I didn't know that meant they bled. My whole life, it's always been like, oh, bitch, like that's a that's a female dog. But is really? it even? Is Has it, it even, been that way your whole life? Yeah, that's and the rhetoric. And it's been like in in middle school, it's like, oh. You say bitch, and you're like, oh, I meant female dog. No, but it's exactly. Like, but that's, like, I'm referring to the fact that... <laughs> take me while we're recording the pod. All right. Boundaries, woman. Boundaries. Um, anyway. 
But no one calls... You don't see a female dog and call it a bitch just like on a daily basis. No. You would never do that. No. Or like if I was walking my dog and if my dog were female and someone was like, oh, like your dog is so cute, can I pet him? And I'd be like, actually, she's a bitch. Like I would never say that. No, no one uses that. I think it's kind of an outdated term. Yeah, it is. The thing that I will say that's insane about recording this podcast. Yeah, what's insane? Is that when we're recording one-on-one, we, we like, kind of project our voices and our faces are so emphatic and expressive in ways that they just wouldn't be in normal conversation. I'm like, never. you're looking at me and you're like, because a bitch, and his, like, mouth is moving and his eyes are popping and I'm like, we're on national television right now. I do naturally have very, like... Not lidded. That doesn't make sense. But hooded eyes? Like, not hooded either. Uh, but just my eye, like, my eyes are under the brim. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they stay really, they're, like, 80% shut all the time. Did you get it? No, I didn't. It's a mosquito in my apartment. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, they're not 80% shut. I like your eyes. Thank you. You're welcome. What do you think is your most prominent feature? Oh, um, my first instinct is to say my facial hair. Okay. <laughs> That is not what I meant. What did you mean? Like feature. Feature. Featuring my facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Featuring my mustache. I don't think it's the most... Yeah. Or if you, as you would say, my mustache. No, I would say his mustache. But his mustache. Uh-huh. I do what think do you your facial hair is very prominent, but I mean like eyes, eyebrows, nose, lip, mouth. Eyes, eyebrows, nose, mouth. Forehead, chin. Cheekbone. Oh, um, I immediately know. I think it all kind of comes together. Immediately, to, I know. It it all just immediately. comes. Immediately. It all just comes <laughs> together to create just a beautiful portrait. I don't even know what to pick. I guess I'd say my mouth. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, that. my mouth. Good old mouth on this one. You, yeah, he got a good old mouth. Um, what do you think for me? For you, what's your most prominent feature? Prominent? What do you notice first? Um, or what's my most prominent? Your, your most prominent facial. That's such a hard question. I've never. My facial that. hair. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I guess your eyes. Yeah, I can see you about to say no. It's not how can you know? How did, how did you know that? <laughs> because people tell me I have a big nose. I've heard that before, which I honestly don't even. And it is massive, but really, your eyes. (laughs) No, it just it has a unique shape. What do you mean? I mean it. it, It's cute. (laughs) Wait, I'm honestly confused because I always love my nose. Yeah, I love your nose. How much does it look like though? What's weird about it? I. It's like it. You have like dimples on your nose right here. Yeah. That's a Roman nose. Is that what that's called? No, a Roman nose is just, it's very, my nose is very straight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know a Roman nose. That's when it's like, you do not have a Roman nose. I don't, I didn't mean know as in like, I know, like, conosco, like, I'm familiar with. Like, yeah. I just mean like, I'm aware. You're aware that it exists. Yeah. I once, my dad looks pretty much exactly like John Lennon. And I once. That's not an understatement, by the way. Like, she's not just saying that. Like, he. Looks just like John Lennon. He looks... My dad looks like if you met John Lennon in person and you were like, 
Oh yeah. Oh, you look a little different than, than the pictures. The photos, but, but like, it makes sense. You look more like John Lennon. Actually, yeah. he interviewed Yoko Ono, and the first thing she said when he walked in the room was, "Oh wow, you look like John." So. Yeah. So that's as much as you need. That's as much as you need, but. Um. Once I was serving someone, and he was like, "Oh." you look like John Lennon. Have you ever got that? And I was like, no, that's weird, but my dad gets it all the time, but I've never got that. That's so insane that they, like, kind of picked that out. I know, and then he went, and I went, what what about me? And he was like, just your nose. And I was like, huh. Huh, that's weird. Wait, tell more stories about your dad. Um, my dad's a music journalist, which was cool. Like, I always grew up around that, so he basically would review shows um, and, um, here's a good one. His first ever review for, like, a big magazine, he was fresh out of college, and his first review was Pink Floyd. And what is the lead singer's name, y'all? Robert Plant. Yeah, it's Robert Plant. I was gonna say Robert Plant, but I was shaky, so I didn't. And you know, all the rock guys, I get nervous. Like, I get I, nervous because I if think... If I don't know, I'm really nervous I'm going to get judged. Same. Or I think you're going to be like, what? It's, you know... I'm, I'm producing for an eight-year-old right now, and he is such a rock fanatic, and I get so nervous I'm not going to know what he's talking about. Like, when he's telling me about soccer players and what's going on in sports, I'm like, I can just kind of follow along and be like, whatever, whatever, sure. Yeah. But when it comes to music... And he's talking about people I've never heard of. I'm like so embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my dad, basically they were playing three nights at the Forum in Montreal. And my dad was reviewing the first night for the Montreal Gazette. So he reviews it and he wants to make his name as a rock critic. And he also didn't love the performance. So he gave them a really, really bad review. And this was at the time of print. So it gets printed. Comes out the next morning on the morning of their second show. On their third show, their manager calls my dad and is like, hey, um, the band wanted to personally invite you to the after party after the show tonight. And my dad is like, oh my God, I made it. Like, I'm a rock critic. They love me. I'm getting invited to the after party. Like, my life is just all up from here. And so when my dad arrives to the party, he kind of isn't being let in immediately. And like the security is like, walkie-talkieing some guy to bring someone to the front and my dad's like wow I'm getting treated really nicely but he's kind of suspicious at this point and Robert Plant comes out to the front gates of this huge like event space where they were throwing this party and he has two girls in bikinis under one under each arm and he's holding a newspaper and it's my dad's review and he was like, if you ever give my band a bad review again, I will make it my personal duty to, like, destroy you. And then he threw the newspaper in my dad's face. And he was like, and you can't come in. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that good? I would kill to have that experience. Oh, my God. I, I wish music journalism was, like, more of a thing now. It's not, I remember, I vividly remember one of my first memories is in school, not first memories, but a very vivid memory was in school, we were all talking about what our parents did, and I was like, my dad's a music journalist, and this, like, boy was like, 
That's a dying breed. Oh my god, when was this? How young were you? We were like 10. Oh my god, this, was this at Salk School of Science? Yeah. Or was this in elementary school? And no, I think it might have been elementary school, to be honest. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I feel like now music journalism is just like a couple people on TikTok being like, here, artists need to hear Because people don't that. read reviews anymore, which is kind of sad, honestly. It's sad, but it also makes sense because like there's so much music yeah. And there's so many opinions, and like, who's to say? But I still think music journalism has such a special place in my heart because it was like my key to music. Like, it's the reason I love it so much. And my dad just took me with him literally from when I was born to concerts, to interview, to meet artists. Like, What's the best concert you've ever been to? Um. So I've been to so many, and I've loved them all so much, but probably, um, I love the B-52s. They oh my, my god, you saw the B-52s? They were my first concert. Love Shack, baby! Love Shack. So, they were one of my favorites, um, but probably my favorite was Radiohead. Oh they were god. so good. They oh, played Radiohead. for three hours. Jesus. Three hours straight. And then they came out to do an encore, and they hadn't played Creep in 15 years, and they played Creep. Wow. And then my nose started bleeding. I love the idea that they say that at every show. Yeah. <laughs> like, we haven't played this one in 15 years. Yeah. They're British, right? No, no. No, 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 no. Okay, so I won't do the accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe I just should refrain from um, my British doing accent. Doing accent at all. Um, okay, my favorite concert I've been to, this is a crazy hot take. Yeah. I don't even listen Actually, to... Actually, I'm sorry. Wait, you want to give a third answer? I want to give a third. The Red Hot Chili Peppers were amazing. Oh, they're great. They were so good. They're great, yeah. My dad hates their music, but he loves their performance, so he gave them that. Well, I was going to say that the idea of people reviewing albums kind of doesn't make sense to me, because you'll never understand it without listening to it. Yeah. But it, it is interesting to read what people have to say about it once you've listened for me, it's like a review of a live show makes way more sense because you yeah. don't have that. You need well, to pay. You need to pay money to go see it. Like, do you want to find out if it's going to be worth it? Yeah. Okay. So, what was your? Favorite? Okay, I don't even really listen to this artist, but I and that kind of like added to it. But um, I was blown away by Florence and the Machine when I saw Wait, them live the first is... time. Wait, she is. She's like a She's an alien. Yeah. She's like a god. She's from out of this world. Yeah. Running around in her oh I don't in her bare feet you know and silk. I don't even want to give this review right now. Like just if you ever get a chance to see her, it doesn't matter if you've listened to her music or not. I never had and I'm right now calling it the best concert I've ever seen. I love her music and I've actually never seen her, but I know a lot of people that see have Oh seen my her. god, you have to I see her. I want to. I love her so much. My first concert though, just because you mentioned your first concert, my first concert was Ben Foltz. Yeah. And I just introduced Locke to Ben Folds the other day, and she did not genuine. Well, it was the, the abortion from a male perspective. Yeah, Brick. I wasn't obsessed. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> it was funny, though, because I was being like, abortion from a male perspective, like, I mean, really, y'all? And Henry was like, well, it's better than him writing from the female perspective. Right, that would have been out which of Which is pocket. true. Which was a fair point. Let let a, let a person write a song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let him write And also just... I didn't even think it was that good, though. Yeah, I mean... I'm like, if you're going to do it, move me. He's funny, though, because you really need to, like... 
One of his, one of my favorite lyrics of his, he's, he's like funny, you know, he has this lyric, like, let me tell y'all what it's like being male, middle class and white. It's a bitch. If you don't believe, check it out on my new CD. Like I, I don't, I'm not going around being like, Oh, that's genius. Or, Oh, that's as good as like Kurt Cobain or Beyonce. Like, I'm not saying that, but it's just funny. Like this middle ground of being like, yeah, I'm just some white guy. Like it makes me laugh. to, To me. In that way, I'm like, either make it a good song or make it funny. Like, this is neither. Is there anyone? It's not both. Do you think people have good songs that are funny? Or do you think all funny songs are kind of bad? No, I think people have good songs that are funny. You know? I think Lily Allen is a really good example. Oh my god, yes. And on kind of on the more funny, less good, but still good side, Bo Burnham has some good songs. Totally, Bo Burnham has. Especially in Inside. Yeah. And then also, what's her name? Um, that was one of my favorite albums that year. Like, yeah. fully. Not even, like, I did asterisk. also love that album. Yeah. Asterisk. Okay. <laughs> Henry and I are both sitting on our couch in pimple patches. Yeah. In star are. pimple patches. Yeah, Lark told me I had to wear it for six hours or it wouldn't work. And I was like, I didn't even realize you would put it on a pimple. He just thought I was jazzing him up. I would never waste my pimple patches that I actually... Dropped a bag on? Yeah, dropped a bag on in CVS. <laughs> I stole the pimple patches. Oh, no. But I bought a Luna bar from the same CVS. Mm-hmm. I feel no remorse, to be honest. I needed the pimple patches. Rent is due tomorrow. Is it really? I think so. Oh, we got to send that in. We got to send that in. All right. You got it this month, right? <laughs> And we keep telling that joke, and it's making me be like, do you have it, brother? I do have it. I do have it. Yeah, all the, from all the revenue from this podcast, we're actually able to pay our rent. Yeah. I went on to try to see if we could get advertisers, just, you know, because it's a dream. We're not doing this podcast for, no. the, for the fame or for the fortune, but the idea of having ads... Is delicious. Is so genuine. Just to, to have an ad read. Should we just do one right now? Yeah. All right. This podcast is brought to you by not hiring movers. Do you want to break your back? Don't hire movers. This podcast is not sponsored by BetterHelp. And you can tell, babe. <laughs> <laughs> brands say never from concentrate that it's like i don't believe you what is con what do they mean by that what is concentrate Concentrate is like concentrated um, flavor that you would dilute with water but that doesn't make sense because they're adding other stuff to it anyway so what does it matter it just matters that it's fresh but this but that it's like the actual juice rather than being... Oh, but I love juice. But you know what I love more than juice? You know what, Henry? I actually wasn't giving you a jumping off point. You know what I, I love more than juice? My own Fresh. point, which was really funny. Okay, go ahead. Okay, no, go. What do you like? Fresh juice. I was two words away. <laughs> you could have just let me finish. <laughs> okay, your turn. My turn. I started the whole moan. Are you telling me you don't want me to jump Never off? Never from concentrate as if... So, you, there are brands that say not from concentrate, and then there are brands that say never from concentrate. <laughs> and that's like, like, 
a guy being like, I would never cheat. Like, you just did. You just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you did. You were from concentrate at one point, and that's okay. <laughs> but now... It's better to admit that something happened and you learned than lie or it have never happened. That's my whole point of view. Like, if you have a conversation with me about something topical, something, something like, you know, social, something questionable... I'm going to say my honest opinions in hope of learning as opposed to like pretend knowing what's politically correct. Thank God we have him on the mic. Well, look, what do you want me to say? I'm just being real. Yeah, no, he's real. But I am not afraid of being canceled. I was saying this to your mom. Yeah. Because I don't do anything wrong. And that is what something, that's something someone who would get canceled. You would say. That's like pre- Henry Pearl quote: "I wouldn't be the type to do anything." Wrong. I would never do anything. I would never. never. I would never be from concentrate. End <laughs> quote. Two weeks before. It all goes to shit. Yeah. But also, like, someone help me. I think better Sarah. help pulled their sponsorship. <laughs> oh my God, Lark. Um, I have some really bad news. Uh. Because of the NYU thing, BetterHelp is no longer willing to be a partner with us. Hell no. Oh my God! What are we gonna do? Oh, sweet. Uh, you have been nailing the summer fashion, I should say. Oh, that's very kind. Yeah. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, you have those jean shorts, which I'm obsessed with. I like, just bought George. And they're nice and long. They're yeah, like, they're long. They're like right to above the knee. I think it's very stylish. I've been borrowing them. They're great. Yeah. But then you also pull off the dress really well, and you know when to wear a pant. You know when to wear a pant, and I respect that about you. I know when to wear a pant. I, listen, I used to be such a skirt queen, and I still am. I love a skirt, but I know when to wear a pant now. You know when to wear Like, I wear, I rock a pant. Unlike I rock me. a summer jean. I know. Oh, jeans are coming back, by the way, in a Girl, huge way. they've been here. I am a jean queen. I hate to say it, but my body suits jeans. Well, you mean your ass looks good in jeans? No, I mean that's that's part of it. But but I just actually, you know what? I want to speak on something that happened. Okay. An allegation, if you will. Oh, I'm so nervous. I was wearing these wide leg jeans, mm-hmm. and someone was like, "Oh, I love your pants," and she was a friend of mine. So I was like, "Oh, yeah, I love them too." But I, I kind of feel like they don't look good from behind. Like I don't love the ass of these jeans. And I turn around, and she's like, turn around, I turn around, and she's like, yeah. And I was like, wow, you keep it real. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, but I'm just used to you, like, you know, looking so supple in your jeans. And that's not what's happening today. It's difficult to navigate, like, honesty versus, like, wanting to hype up people you love. Completely. Because I, I think I could sometimes fall into... The trap of loving someone so you don't want to be negative or hurt their feelings or something. But it's ultimately more helpful. There's a way to tell the truth when Mm -hmm. it's like cutting. Not like your ass looks bad in those jeans. But when it's hard to hear. But I think ultimately that's what a good friend does. I think the most important part, whichever way you go, is to be consistent. And I have not been consistent recently. Like, you were buying a shirt the other day, and when I saw it, I knew I didn't like it. 
I was furious about this. Well, not furious, but I can't believe this happened. And I just knew I didn't like it, but we were shopping and you seemed to like it. So I was like, oh my God, you look so cute. And you did look cute, but I didn't love the shirt. And then the next day you're putting it on to wear it out and you go, I kind of hate this shirt. And that's when I was like, yes. Yeah. And I, you know, when you, you just throw that out to the peanut gallery so that Henry's like, no, you look so cute. And he was like, yeah, no, when you were buying it, I was thinking. I know, but I didn't, I don't throw stuff out like that. I wasn't ready. I didn't, I didn't know it was a trap. He didn't know it was a trap and he was trapped. Yeah. Because then, you know, I got upset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fair though. I, that's why I just say consistency is good. Yeah. What, what would you prefer from me? The truth. The truth, completely. But Yeah, no fucking no chance. No fucking chance. That is not true. I feel like you tell the truth about everything. Yeah, all the time. Mostly. Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'm honest with you, but like, I always want to hype you up. I always want you feeling good. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't want you to be fake. But I'm not being fake. You always do look good. But, like, if I don't love, like, a dress or something, I'm not going to be, like... What dress do you not like? It seemed like something came to mind. Nothing came to mind. Nothing came to mind. mind. I was really honest with you about that shirt that you bought at the Jemima Kirk sale. Yeah, Jemima Joe Kirk, who hopefully all listeners know and love, um, had a sale... And she screen printed this t-shirt and she was selling it and it was exorbitantly expensive and I did buy it and Henry was like, that would be a nice sleep shirt. (laughs) It was devastating. (laughs) It's a really cute shirt. It's a great shirt. It's like a gorgeous little like soft crop top t-shirt. It's yellow with like a little cat. It wasn't worth the money. But I was honest. And he was honest. And it was funny. But, you know, you, but are you holding that against me? No. I, no, no. And I, I, I think it's funny that you said it, and I think it's true, and I liked it. Okay. Well, whether you liked it or not, you know, I, I'm not like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we needed, needed this. this.